The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. So buckle up and join me for the wild ride. So welcome back to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored. And today I am joined by one half of Two Peas in a Pod because we had technical (laughs) difficulty. Welcome, Teddy. Of course. I'm so glad to be here. I know we spent like 20 minutes trying to get Tam on, but you guys have a different setup because of where you live and we can't figure it out. We're in the Middle East and we only have one way to podcast out here. It's a bit annoying, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm super excited to have you. And actually for today's podcast, since I'm the new global face of plastic surgery in America now, (laughs) I'm like (laughs) super happy to have you. And um, I thought it would be really good because I don't think I've had such a response ever to anything except my new face. I know. Well, I think the incredible thing is Sergio posted a video and I think that got everybody like a flutter. Like it's you getting on and hey. oh, she's here. Tara's hey, in. I'm in. the full set. I am okay, in. now. Just so you're the record, I asked Eddie to figure it out and he figured it out in one second. Sorry. And well, you know, I was going to say ask your husband, but then I didn't want to be that sexist woman that said that only men can do That's this. That's all right. Stuff. Um, I always have to ask my husband because I can't figure this shit out. We're here, thank God. Well, I was just just to catch you up. I was saying, Tamara, somehow I have become the global face of fucking plastic surgery. My face went viral. So since you're all on here, and it's been people seem to be fascinated by faces. Well. There you are. And I want to say everyone out there that two of the people that helped me the most through my journey was Tamara and Teddy. I am a huge fan of doing things that make you feel good. And if you love it, I think sharing it is so huge because I actually think it's almost more harmful to others to believe, oh my gosh, this person's face just changed. Or like for me, like, Oh, my neck just happened. I, I used this magical cream and this made this go away. Like, yeah, no, it's good. I'm glad that you guys both came forward and were open and honest. I think that I was probably the first one on Bravo that went on Watch What Happens Live 15 days after I had my lower face, lip, and eyes done and just announced it. Like, the people that hide it and no, I want people to know, like, no, shit falls as you get older can and I- you can get it fixed. Can I tell you what was more important than anything? Because I don't think people really understand. Even watching you, Teddy, I watched you walk around with a bandage and I thought, amazing, good on you um, for just doing it. But no one can prepare you for being wheeled out and seeing the mess that is your face the first day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I actually have a picture of being wheeled out and Eddie's trying to take pictures of me. And you know, you're so drugged because I'm going to an aftercare facility (laughs) and I just put like a towel over my head. I'm like, I'm not taking pictures. You leave me alone. Well, because you've never seen that as well. It's slightly terrifying. 
And, you know, once you've got the skin around your ear kind of buckles, so it's not flat when you see it. Yeah. And then you've got staples at the top and you're like, and you're like. And then the hair is matted. Oh, yeah. With yeah. iodine and, and blood and God knows what. So like, even though you obviously documented it and I'd seen both of you go through it, I hadn't seen that, you know, nobody had prepared me for that. And so when I was able to, thank God, text both of you and say, is this normal? You know, I, I didn't go crazy. And I think that that yeah. is really comforting because you really do feel like you may have just ruined your entire bloody life. And I feel like and we I totally trust each other because we're sending each other pictures of ourselves that we're not very pretty. <laughs> yeah, I sent my worst one. And I was like, no, no, don't worry. You're still fine. You're this still is fine. Mine. Yeah, I you did. I had staples and stitches. and. Well, I was saying yeah, also... I mean, it's cutting out the noise from everybody else because I have a lot of friends that are surgeons and I went to, to one surgeon who said, oh my God, you know, who uses staples anymore? It should be up, not slightly backwards. So I'm going, oh my God. And he's like, it's a total disaster. So that's when I <gasps> called both of you. And then I realized, no, people still use staples. Listen, any doctor that will tell you something like that is not to me a good doctor. They should We're just never, jealous. There's jealous. They should never talk down on other people's work or it's that goes for like hairstylists and everyone. Like if you're talking down, that, I don't like that. I had a full blown yeah. panic attack in the office. Aww. But anyway, as it happens, I have absolutely healed beautifully. And I'm day, well, I had it done on the 10th. Where are we now? 29? Is it 19 or 20? We're, on the, we're the 30th, 30th. today. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, so 21 days. 21 so you had days. it done on the 9th, you said? 9th. Yeah. 10th. 10th. And actually. Tenth. Oh, okay. So 20 days. Yeah. It's incredible. I was told that I have done a full facelift, deep plane. Oh, you did. Did you do your forehead oh, too? No, but he said he did a dual deep plane facelift. It's called, uh -huh. called a facelift. I don't know. And with a bra inside where he rebuilt huh. my cheeks with my own fat. Oh, wow. Oh, I've cool. never heard of that. Yeah. Where did you what? go? Were you in Dubai or were no, you in LA? I was in LA. I was at Dr. Steve Kim. He is amazing in Beverly Hills. And I chose him by one picture, which is my girlfriend, Kat Sadler. Oh, I love her. Yeah. And I felt like she's, you know, looks amazing. I, you know, you go to surgeries, you look at books of nameless, faceless women that we don't really know or, you know, and I know Kat and... She got on the phone with me and she showed me her face just as I felt comfortable looking at you, Teddy, when you showed me everything. And that, for me, that's enough of a recommendation, right? That, you know, yeah, my yeah. friend looks amazing. So well, I, I did I not have forehead done. And I'm talking with my doctor now about doing a laparoscopic little bit of lift on the, because my eyebrows are getting heavy and you, there's only so much you can do with Botox. Yeah. And so filler I, starts to look a little. I don't ugh. do filler. But something I want to warn you about that my doctor told me, and I was very grateful for this. So the three months post-surgery, you will have, like, you know how you had that one anxiety where you were like, oh my gosh, did I ruin my face? Did I ruin my life? All of that. It will happen one more time. Why? You're going to go through one other portion of healing. It's like, because right now your nerve endings haven't fully come back. Like, no. are you still a little numb right here? Yeah, I'm numb all the way down my ears. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still numb. I'm numb right here. How long have you been? So after I started getting my nerve endings back, I was really uncomfortable for, it was probably about a week and a half. 
And I got back to this place of going, why did I do this? This was a mistake. I didn't want to feel this way. I, I can't believe it. It wasn't worth even how, how much better my neck looks. This is the biggest mistake I ever made. And I called my doctor and she goes, Teddy, did I not tell you around the three month mark, this was going to happen. Why? Cause She's it like, hurts? your nerve endings are coming up. Your body's feeling upset. And this is part of the way. I'm so glad she told me that or else I, who knows what I would have felt. No, but Teddy, well, why? also I think at three months, things change too. I think the first three months, like after you start healing, like where you're at right now, you're like, oh my God, it looks so good because you still have a little bit of swelling and puffiness that gives you that very youthful look. And then after that goes down, I'm like, oh, it's not quite as tight as it was three months ago. (laughs) The nerve endings hurt. Yeah, it tingles. Like for me, I think because mine, I had also some sort of, I'm going to say it wrong, mesh or netting that they put underneath my chin because I had the low hyoid bone that like, that's why I always showed like this from the side. So when they put it that in, then they made this really tight and then this tight. So when that started waking up and coming alive, that's when I was like, what what did I do? I've been living for three months feeling great, but now all of a sudden I'm in this pain. Why? Oh, but I mean, I've had a C-section, so I'm presuming it's like that where the nerves just rejoin. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm sure. I don't think that will bother me. Just giving a heads up to anybody that gets it. We give all it have a, those. Giving an X up. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I think we've, we're really doing a service because a lot of people just go, oh, a, a facelift, like, you know, like we're going out to get threads. Like, honestly, that's, you know, that it's that simple and it's not. So you need to be prepared for the stage. Was it more difficult than you thought it was going to be recovery wise or was it about what you thought? No. You know what? I really hadn't thought. And I, and, and I really had only one consultation because I live in Dubai, so I didn't have a chance. And it was, I went for Mm -hmm. half an hour before, you know, I flew to Vegas for BravoCon and then I landed a week later in New York, filmed Housewives, landed back in LA at midnight. And by 6 a.m. I was on the table. So I had no time to process what was going to happen to me at all. You know, flying that early is not good either. You can get a hematoma. So how many days after your surgery did you fly home? And that's a long flight. Yeah, 17 hours. I flew home 10 days. 10 days. Oh said. my God. My doctor was freaking out that yeah, I was they were like telling me yeah, I couldn't fly for six weeks. Wow. Yeah. So just because the, the pressure in the cabin, you can get a hematoma. No, he said, fine. So. I'm fine. I mean, I am fine. So I'm, I'm good. And I'm, you know, yeah, I, maybe, I was too, but I think they just have to tell you that like, it's not the best idea, but if you have to, I had to go home eventually. But you know, at this point, I actually think we all look fabulous and not yeah. weird. And I'm ready for a little tweak. Are you kidding? You would do it again? (laughs) No. I mean, after you've had that much, like all the muscles pulled, I feel like sometimes the skin, you know, it's been God, five, six years, something like that for me. I feel like, oh, if I could just, you know, I look in the mirror and go just a little bit right now, give it another five. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I I don't think I'd ever do this again. I feel like right now my mouth is a bit wider than normal. It's going to relax. That's what I'm telling you. After after three months, when the swelling goes completely down, it's going to relax. And then you start thinking, God, I really liked it that tight. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's pictures at first where it looks like everyone's like, did you get something done to your lips? Like all of a sudden you're, because this whole part was like swollen and tight. Yeah. 
So it makes everything seem bigger, but that you like settle back into yourself. But are you like sleeping on the correct pillow? Are you doing all the things? Are you yes. taking care of yourself? Every night. I mean, my husband thinks it's, I mean, poor, poor thing, you know, he's only 29. This is a lot. I mean, he's 29 <laughs> dealing with a, you know, a facelift. Now I sleep with a bandage around my head, earplugs, an eye mask, and well, and, and sometimes I just put up the eye mask and put my glasses on. So the poor man doesn't know where to look anymore. It's like the least yeah, sexy and, time of And life. I mean, didn't the doctor tell you it's at least two years before you can have sex again? <laughs> I'm having yeah, sex. Yeah, right. We're having sex. Thank God. I tell you what I did do in LA too. I, I spent my whole time in doctor's offices. I found the best hormone doctor ever. And who? who? Dr. Chris Asandria. Have you heard of him? No. I'll send you his number. He put a testosterone pellet in my butt cheek, not up my bottom. Don't worry. In the yeah. muscle. Go on. I, I, would never, I would never be able to do that. I am very sensitive to testosterone. I can't even take the cream. It makes my skin break out so bad. Oh, well. I, I mean, loved it. It was the best thing ever for best. me. I had so much energy. Yeah. But when I got the cancer stuff, my doctor said I couldn't be on anything like that. Oh, no. So it was so sad because I loved it. Like I felt like I was like on top of the world. Me too. Me too. (laughs) I wish. Oh my god, Sergio's come running back in the room now. He he thinks it's because of the the testosterone, honey. It's not. She had stoked. Where where's your? She's got skin cancer. It's gone. She's managed to. It's not because of testosterone. Yeah, it's it didn't come from the testosterone. It just when you have something in your body that's growing or that's developing, they don't want to add any. I was also on estrogen. They don't want anything she that's going to multiply any cells. Yeah. Okay, bye bye. He hates all these doctors. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, I noticed even at BravoCon, he's so like aware of how you're feeling, how you're doing all the time. Like such a good guy. And meanwhile, Thank my you. husband he can is. see me right now and I'm shooting him daggers. But I feel like we we all have, the three of us have very, very similar husbands, which uh, yeah. we're incredibly lucky, you know, and I wonder why, because we're all alpha females, in a, you know, and our husbands are very, very easygoing, kind men. It's very yeah, interesting. Well, at least Edwin's easygoing until he's not. Like if he pushes one button, like which I know what it is, then that's where he's like, nope, that's the switch. Do your husbands yeah. both have that? Yeah, right. for sure. I mean, Eddie's so easygoing. It takes a lot to upset him. And we have like a weird relationship. Like we'll fight maybe, maybe like once a year, we'll get into a big fight and then we'll get into this big blowout fight. And then like an hour later, it's like, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? <laughs> it's no big deal. I'm exactly the same. I know he doesn't fight really because I, I'm the one that goes from zero to a hundred. And then he just like knows that I'm going to come out of it. And that's yeah. it. We just, and then we same. go straight to dinner. So I know I don't really hold on to things. I kind of have Me this either. terrible thing of seeing red and then I get over it, but it's a situation, not him more than anything. Do yeah. I have to control yeah. my temper? I, yeah, that's how I am. But makes sense. Yeah. We have like very, very similar lot. Well, lives actually, here you go. But, but husbands as well. And it's like, if I look at the Bravo husbands, ours are, you know, pretty much the most alike. They're mo- the most unscathed. They're under the radar of like, when you go through some of the others right now, you're like, jeepers, glad I'm not married to that one. Yep. I mean, 
they're just relaxed. I think relaxed in their own skin. And, and, you know, I think Sergio's had to learn. I mean, obviously he's not got age on his side yet, but he's learned a lot just from being here and being with me and sort of riding what older, you know, women do and learning from us. And I think he's just, just made him sort of relaxed into, relaxed into his own He's comfortable and he knows what he's doing now and he has a purpose and what he's doing and he's good at it. I see like, I mean, that's, that's a nice comfort to have. I have a question. Was your first husband, was he the more dominant? Yes. I suppose. Yes, actually is the answer. I mean, he was just more of a grown up. I'm not a grown up. I don't want a grown up life. Like I went to a, you know, a cop, I went to a, <laughs> it's true. I went to a cocktail party last night in a sort of beautiful like cocktail dress and, you know, a private members club. And, and it, I almost got anxiety because it was my old life being in like London and Annabelle's and going to all these places mm-hmm. and being a real grown up and discussing work that day and you know what we'd done and which school our children were going to and I have to put this voice on because that's the voice that everyone talks in and I just (laughs) I spent my whole life trying to get out of that life and having this very relaxed life in this glass house like the LA life which is what I always wanted but never got there but I've made that here in Dubai and you know yeah I think he was just a proper adult and I'm not ready to be that I love that I, I love that you realize that about yourself. I totally realize that about myself. I've spent my How whole life. Adult, adult teens overrated. Oh, yeah. Yes, I will I not mean, adult today. I mean, I think we, we... Being able to have the freedom to do what you want to do and what you love doing. And I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, you've created that too. with like, you know, what, Teddy, with what you're doing now, being able to run your own life from home and doing what you, you know, what you're thriving is. We were talking about this. You've literally created your own or manifested a job that just doesn't exist and made it work for you guys. And, you know, what we do now is just such a joy. It's such a joy. And we're all women in our 40s. And when, you know, actually the world is beginning, well, 50s, exactly. You, I mean, unbelievable. I forgot you told me that actually, insane. And, you know, when the world normally is you're beginning to feel a little bit invisible. And actually, you guys are trailblazers for showing women in their 40s, 50s that we're just getting going. You know, look at us. I mean, first of all, Tamara, you couldn't tell you're in your 50s whatsoever. I was completely blown away by that. But that gives us, that gives you another 10, 20 years of this. I hope so. It does. I mean, I think... (laughs) I think it's it's fun. I think the idea of being able to recreate your life and start new and start new things and have new goals is where at least I feel like I thrive. If I'm complacent, it's when I start to get miserable and I start to make bad decisions. So it's like finding new things to talk about, finding the next goal, figuring out what that dream is. And I think so many women are capable of that and they just get scared. Like, what if I fail? But like, I'm sure all of us have failed a million times. A million. Oh, for sure. I don't think I became like comfortable in my own skin until I was, you know, out of my marriage at 41 or two years old. And my whole life changed at that point. Everywhere from love to being, you know, more successful to all the things that I do. Let's take a little break from the show. And... um well, first of all, say a big thank you 
to regain couples therapy by BetterHelp, who've sponsored today's show and the important work they do. Everyone likes to remind us that relationships take work, but how do we actually do the work? You know, when I was married and getting divorced, it was really hard work to do the work because, you know, you have to commit to a therapist at the same time every single week. And I couldn't do that and nor could my ex-husband. So this would have been genius back then. So whether you're in the honeymoon phase or partners for life or just setting aside time to listen to each other and work through conflicts can transform your relationship completely. You can learn to voice your needs and understand more about your partner's needs and find out different ways to support them. It really does give you tools. So like I said, when I went to couples therapy with my ex-husband, I I found it really helpful. So if your relationship is having ups and downs, don't worry. It's completely normal. With BetterHelp is completely online. You really should consider giving Regain a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which as I said, would have been like a game changer for me. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So you're not stuck with anyone you don't like. The best relationships are always worth fighting for everybody. So try something new in therapy. Visit Regain.com slash Uncut Uncensored today and get 10% off your first month. That's Regain.com slash Uncut Uncensored today. I really hope this helps you out there. Let's get back to the show. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. So let's take a little pause from the show and talk about Shopify. I can't tell you how relevant this is to um, my life right now. And when I started podcasting, it really was the furthest thing from my, my mind. But now I'm selling online. I've started selling my um, own brand, bustalabel.com, and it's become so easy, all because I use Shopify. That's the sound of a new sale. It's on my phone, actually, and I just see it going ding, ding, ding all through the day and night. And it's so fun. And the analytics and everything, I can tell where all my customers are, how they found me, et cetera, et cetera. It's been amazing for us. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So like us, we're a startup. You can launch your online shop stage and have a real life like sort of shop front all the way from we've just hit a million dollars, which I hope we will get to very soon, everybody with your support out there. So whether you're selling scented soap or gummies like us, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. So it's 36% better on average compared to any other leading commerce platforms, which is amazing. So you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify's magic. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash 
D&D, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash D&D and grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash D&D. Do you think that the plastic, the surgery and all of that gave you more confidence going back onto housewives? And did you, do you feel you did it for that or just for you? No, for me, I was training really hard and I was doing fitness competition and my body weight got so low. My body fat got really low, which ultimately at this age will make your skin fall. So I just didn't like what I saw. I liked how my body looked and I didn't want to give that up but I didn't like how the excess skin because I had less body fat made me look. And I went to my doctor and I said, just, you know, just a little bit. And he's like, I don't know. Like, you're still kind of young. And I'm like, trust me, do this. And he did. And he's like, oh my God, like it made a huge difference. So I, I did it for me. I didn't really do it for anybody else. I think I'm my worst critic ever. I mean, I'm constantly looking, I'm a little obsessed, like, oh God, it's getting a little wrinkled. And I'm like, no, this day and age, it's hard because everybody's so filled with fillers that nobody has wrinkles anymore. No, you look amazing. Don't between, touch yourself. Between the filters and the fillers, you know, we are now mannequins. We are. And, and that's I, what we have to look up to. And it's like, you know what? Maybe let's just normalize that we do have pores and we do have wrinkles and we do. It just happens. Even if you have a facelift, you still have natural wrinkles in your face. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and 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 as we should. That's why you know it's quite nice that we haven't done the top part of our forehead because we can still have movement. Yeah. Do you think Teddy that doing it younger is better because you know now now I've done it I can see probably I you know because it's only been twenty one days and I did major surgery and it's already gone. Like if you could see how I looked when I came out versus now in twenty days, I, I wonder if that's because I'm I'm forty seven. And not, not well, in my what, 50s. What they said to me was, because I went in, this is something that's bothered me my entire life. Like ever since I was younger, I always had that protruding bone. And then because I would gain and Well, genetic, weight, right? I was genetic, genetic, but also genetic. like I, would, I had a bunch of loose skin surrounding it from all the different weight loss. So when I asked the doctor, I said, you know, my husband thinks I'm a little bit like that. The fact that I'm doing this before I'm 50 years old, he thinks is a lot. And she actually said, this is the perfect time to do it mm-hmm. because your body is going to heal quicker, faster, yeah, better, and your skin is more resilient to healing versus somebody who's like in their 60s where their their skin elasticity isn't even really there. So then they're pulling it. And then it's just, I'm not saying it's not going to look good, but I think oftentimes when you see people that have gotten later facelifts, yeah. I also think when you get it done a little bit younger, I think I was in my 40s too. I think I was 49 when I got my facelift done, lower facelift. It's not as drastic as if I did it when I'm 60. Like there's going to be such a drastic difference in what I look like. And I'm like, if you do a little bit as you go, it looks it natural. It really does. It's so smart. I mean, it's so clever. Now I've done it. I don't think I could go through it again right now, but now I've done it. I'm like, Wow. I'm so happy I've done it. I'm so, so happy I've done it because I know this is going to last me and take me into my 60s. I think, you know, with, te- with oh, Teddy, sure. it's different because that was something. I think if you've got something genetic, then you should do it in an early age. That is like changing the shape of yes. your face, which it's like a nose if someone's mm-hmm. unhappy with your nose. I, I mean, I just believe in freedom of choice completely. And it's fascinating. I've I've been, so many women have written to me since I've done this just sort of really appreciating the honesty that we've all had. And I think with housewives, all of us have 
had kind of gone through this publicly, which is mm-hmm. just it's it's so nice to be. It's like anything like this. I think people are scared to talk about it, but I think I hope that we're opening a door to make it way more acceptable because we are living longer. We're doing things for longer. We're going forward and working for longer. Why shouldn't we look good? So like if you want to do something to make yourself feel better, then do it. If you're doing it to make your husband feel better or, you know, the public feel talk less about you, then that's a whole different thing. Do it if you want to do it. Don't do it if somebody else wants you to do it. And I I talked to so many girls in my younger days that, oh, my husband wants me to get my boobs done. I don't really want them or don't, don't do plastic surgery for anybody but yourself. So now that you're back on Housewives, like have most of the girls done, done something like this? Yeah. I mean, I know on my cast, like Shannon's been public about it. She did a lower facelift a couple of years ago. Emily had some work done, like the ones that oh, it, Vicky has the only ones that I know. Like some people talk about yeah. it, some people don't. Vic, Vicky did it on the show, I thought. Vicky yeah. did it as Vicky well. Did it. Yeah, um, she looks great. Yeah. Like you just get to a certain age, and especially being on TV as well. It's like you want to look your best. And I saw actually the day I came, not the day I came out, the week the day before I was leaving LA, I ran into Heather and Terry on the street. They were super impressed because Terry was trying to persuade me not to do it in BravoCon because he was like, you can wait. And then when he saw me, he's like, okay, it's great. But he did say to me, you know, he said exactly what you said. He said the first three months, you're going to be like, wow. And then it does relax. It does relax. And you're like, take me back to last month. <laughs> but then I do feel that it's so tight. Like when you talk and you eat and things like that, I, mm-hmm. I'm quite excited to have the, the, I want the final thing because for me, you still look very, very tight and good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we've lost Teddy, but anyway, um, that's a shame. We, we It is what it is. Bravo yeah. Con, what a year. What did you think? What a year. I definitely liked it better in Vegas. Well, mostly because it's 45-minute flight from my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I felt like it was way more organized. And although my feet are still hurting, I, I, th- I seriously think I did nerve damage to my feet. From, well, you had the I don't best know why. party by far. I just want to put it out there. She had the best party. Teddy and Tamara had this unreal party. Everybody was there. It was so crazy, wasn't it? It was crazy. And you know what the crazy thing is, is that, you know, we podcast last year and we wanted to podcast this year. And because it was a different location and all that, we're like, you know, iHeart said, well, why don't we get a suite and we can, you know, do a little party. And so me and Teddy didn't really know what to expect because we weren't really in charge of the party. So we're like, oh my God, what if it's like not good? What if nobody shows up? Like we had all these thoughts in our head. Like we put the invitation out to, I thought everybody, but not obviously some people were coming up to me going, how come I wasn't invited? I'm like, oh shit. You know, there's so much talent at BravoCon. You can't like remember everybody. And plus we were in a suite. It was a nice size, but it wasn't huge. And it was packed. It was packed. I mean, I remember one day, one, one minute coming out of the podcast room and I'm like, it's just a sea of people. I mean, there's people there that I didn't even know was there, but there was no fights that I know of. And it was really just like uh, fun, no drama, fun. We were just all hanging out. Joe Gorga was getting the party going by pouring shots in people's mouths. You were doing it by the bottle from Joe Gorga. But, you know, I, that was my favorite, favorite moment of the whole thing. I have to be honest. Do How did I feel? I felt Vegas was bigger. You know, I felt Vegas was like, wow, you know, but I loved New York too, because it felt a little bit more intimate. 
and yeah. you got to see everyone sure. more. Vegas is a thing. It was so huge that if we hadn't had your party, I wonder whether we'd have seen all the talent because every it was so organized that everyone was ushered into different rooms and, you know, and it was like a machine. Oh, there's so many people, even people on my cast that yeah. I only saw one day yeah. out of the three days because they had us going in so many different directions. directions. But literally, like after we had the party and then everybody left, me and Teddy just sat in the bed and we're like, we fucking did it. We nailed it. That was an epic party. I don't even think we can duplicate that party next year. It was so good. Oh, you can. And it was one of those, you know, pleasantly unexpected things that happened. And then I'm like, I'm done. You can send me home now. No, that After was the a party. Cool party. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> it, you were right. And it was just, as I said, just happy, happy vibes. Because it was the start of BravoCon 2, I think everybody was so happy to see each other after yeah. a year. And it was just a nice way to kick it all off. So you have to do it yeah. next year. You absolutely have to do it next year. Oh, we, oh, we'll try. We'll try. I don't know if we can top that, though. I did feel one thing was a bit weird. When they split the casts up for photos and things like that. So, you know, some of us would be with different franchises, you know, doing... Yeah. Did you have that? Yeah, that was... I did. Um, who, did who was I on with? Oh, it was one, Meredith. Oh, I love Meredith. So me and Meredith took pictures together. Yeah, you always wonder, like, do, who comes up with that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was with some uh, people from, you know, different shows from, you know, Housewives. Okay. But I was also put with like, you know, people from Below Deck or, you know, different shows. And I wonder how that works because for the fans, I'm like, if they're coming to see a housewife or they're coming to see Below Deck, you know, maybe they don't understand who the other person is. Right. Not like not everybody that, you know, watches Below Deck watches Housewives no. or vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I was fine with it, whatever, but it, it's true. It's like, how do they come up with this? Like, who's going to hang out with who and who's going to take pictures with who? And did you do but the it, stool? But it was fun. I had a great time. Did you do the stool? Did you have a stool? No. No. Oh, yes. You mean like the... <laughs> the, the, the booth. Um, the booth. Yeah. Yes, we had a Trace Amigas one. Oh, yes, so you were quite near us. Vicky had... Yeah, we sold some stuff there. But for last year, I had one for uh, my CBD company. And it was just too difficult because it is a supplement and it is cannabis, you know, they wouldn't allow me to have product there. So I'm like, you know, it's just not worth it to me to do that. No, I mean, we we had a booth too, but it's it's nice for the fans like to go and meet everybody, I think. Yeah, your booth out. was right next to ours. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I remember now. You know, it's really nice to meet people, but I think, you know, the work that goes into putting that booth together, I don't, I'm not sure I would do it again, but I did. I'm really excited to go back to Vegas. I have to say. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and I'm, I guarantee it's going to be there next year. Definitely. They, I, th I mean, I thought that was already a given to be honest, but you know, I mean, it's different, different for us. Our show wasn't really out there yet because I'm, they're holding it till I think mid next year. So you know, we weren't airing. Oh my gosh. It seems like you haven't been on air forever. How long has it been? I, I mean, it really has been forever. It'll be two two years nearly, I think, when it comes. Well, out. I'll tell you what, they, they held us as well. They held us for, I think, a little over eight months. So we stopped filming last season 14 months ago. Oh, wow. So it's been 14 months since we've been filming. And do you find that that's because the girls, I mean, because we're new, so it's different, but do you find that the fans, it doesn't make a difference because when you come back, it's just like more impact? I wonder why they do that. You know what? I don't know. We don't normally do that. I think that they were changing programming. Yes, and that's, that's why they held to us. us. And yeah. So, so we I just think got... that that's why I think the fans were definitely like, where's Orange County? Where's Orange County? 
So I, I have a suspicion that next season is going to be a quicker turnaround, but I, you know, I never know. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we we're heard. out of the loop on those things. We heard that it, ours is going to air and then we go straight into filming. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm actually enjoying the time off. To be honest, I, well, I haven't had this much time off in ages. So I'm really enjoying just being at home and, and not being a housewife over here. That's how I feel too. It's like, it oh is. my gosh, it's so nice, you know, just having the time off and, and not having to worry and not having to be so busy. Yeah, I think, I think that's what's really nice. When you film as much as, you know, we will have and you, you sort of film in succession, to have real time off where you're not working for housewives at all, that you can just mm -hmm. be yourself at home and hibernate is such a luxury. I agree. And, and just be and with your family. How is your yep. family? How are the kids? Everybody's good. You know, I only have one child at home now. Yeah. And that's Sophia and she's 18 and she took a gap year. So she's not going to go. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do. So she, she's kind of my baby and I really don't want her to leave. I don't want her to go away. I just, I'm like, listen, you can stay with me until you're 30. <laughs> oh, I must be really hard. It's my last one. You know? And then, then we got a puppy and that's like having a child. Yeah. Well, Sergio it's a lot a of work. So we've got three dealing of those. With that. Family's good. We bought a house in Big Bear recently and kind of up in the mountains by where a couple hours from where we live. And we've been spending time up there. So kind of splitting our time. It's under construction right now. So we haven't been spending that much time, but it's almost done. And we're just going to split our time. That's like our happy place away from everything. Like I wear a flannel and, you know, yoga pants and, <laughs> and Uggs and just relax. And I love it. You, you see, as you say that, it sounds again, so like us, because I've, we've just bought land in Bali. And it's so oh, funny nice. that we have these high octane lives where we have to do, well, not have to do, but we have this, you know, completely parallel life where we sort of have housewives, this machine. And then all yeah. we want to do in our time off is wear Uggs and a sweatshirt and go and live yeah. on an island in the middle of nowhere, you know? And yeah, that's I mean, I'm mostly like this, you know, hair in a ponytail and hardly any makeup on and, you know, sweatshirts, hoodies and workout pants. That That's me or sweats. I love my sweats. <laughs> And it's great to have both sides. I used to live with models when I was younger. And I remember that they looked so glamorous in the magazines. And then when you came home to stay, live with you, you know, they were like messy as hell because they didn't want anyone to touch them. They didn't want their hair and makeup done. They just wanted to be relaxed. And that's exactly. I, I hate having my hair and makeup done. I was um, at the variety party last night and um, down in Beverly Hills and I got home and I'm just like strip this makeup off and the hair it was so curly and I'm like I can't I can't I'm done I I'm hate done it. well I mean I think that's what you know this the plastic surgery has done for us as well is that I find that you don't even need as much makeup you can do your makeup I think yeah. when you're I always got to the stage you know I just was looking a bit tired and my mm -hmm. eyes were sagging and everything. So you really needed like hair, which pulls up your your face. Yeah. And makeup, which hit everything. And I really feel the one thing that this has done for me and everything is just, I feel so good in my own skin now. And I feel so uh, yeah, relaxed. As you should. As a person. It makes such a huge difference on how you feel in life. Like, you know, it's one of those things where... Eddie's like, oh, are you excited to go to the party tonight? I'm like, it really turned, really? <laughs> if my glam's good and I like my outfit, then I feel confident, then yeah. But if I don't, like, you know, I get a little insecure. But at home, I just, I want to look like this. I don't care. 
Well, I mean, thank you, Tamara, because, you know, I just want to say that today, I think coming out of what I've been through and what everyone's been asking me, it just shows that I think all of us have these glamorous things that we have to do. You know, deep down inside, we're doing this absolutely for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And not for nobody else, not for our husbands, not to look, you know, not for the TV. Mm Because at the end of the day, when the TV is gone and everything else is, you know, finished, which will happen to all of us, that we're just happy in our own skin and our own lives that we're building, which is a much quieter life than, you know, we have right now, which we're looking, I'm definitely looking forward to, I have to say. I mean, I'm not in a rush to get there, but like I am weirdly building it now. Yeah, that's how I am. I'm like, my next step is like just retirement. So I'm just setting myself up and paying off houses and cars and, you know, money in the bank. And like, I am literally setting myself up to just sit in a rocking chair and have enough money to do what I want to do. In Big Bear. In Big Bear or wherever. I want houses everywhere. Oh, well, maybe you can come and join us in Bali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the ocean. That's I have I to be. get going because I have an 1130 appointment. We're done. So thank you so much for coming on Uncut and Uncensored. It was a bit of a mishmash tonight, but anyway, super happy. That's all right. We had problems getting on and Teddy got dropped, Dropped, but that's okay. You know, we're dealing with, you're in Dubai and we're in (laughs) California. So totally understandable. Yes. So thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored. And thank you, Tamara, for joining. Thank you for listening. You can catch my new episode of my podcast every Wednesday. Please don't forget to follow so you don't miss any of the action. I want to hear from you, so leave me a rating and a review. Follow us on social for all the behind-scenes action and more information at Uncut and Uncensored by Caroline. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.